0: back to the pursuit of property podcast. I am joined today with just my co-host Cade. How are you, brother? I'm doing pretty good. How are you, my friend? I'm doing good, man. Today we're going to be talking about something that we find super crucial right now. There's a lot of uh, noise, panic, emotion in the air and you and I are both actively dealing with, you know, our own issues within the business and making big adjustments. You've hired a couple people recently. I just hired somebody yesterday. Um But there's a lot of of stuff going on in the market that is requiring people to really double down on their mindset. So just kind of wanted to sit down. You and I are going to chat about some of the stuff we've done, um, what we listen to, how we
1: help calm ourselves, and uh, yeah, yeah. I think you hit the nail on the head right now, more than ever. With all the noise, especially on mainstream news, social media, all of us are getting bombarded with you know, a, a lot of pessimism, a lot of, you know, bleak outlooks, um, j- just hearing all of this noise that really it's it's not important, especially for business owners, entrepreneurs in our own space. It's very important to block out all of that stuff. Now, I know we've done two episodes so far, uh, semi-focusing on mindset. I want to shout those out real quick. All the way back in season 2, episode 3, We did an episode with Aaron and Cletus Shelton. Awesome people. Shout out to Aaron and Cletus. Yep. That's my whole shout out. (laughs) (laughs) Perfect. Shout them out. Uh, Talking about mindset and goal setting. And then all the way, all the way back, season one, episode four, we had our boy Jason Pritchard on talking about mindset and morality. So we've done two episodes talking about mindset. Haven't done one in a really long time, but like you mentioned with everything going on right now, one of the most important things we're trying to implement, improve, and obviously talk about today on the podcast.
0: Yeah. And, uh, you know, what's kind of interesting is that, you know, you put yourself around the right people, things change dramatically. Um, you know, after this episode today, I didn't even think about this till just right now. Guess what our next call is? Huh? It's growth track. which is putting yourself around people who (laughs) are doing a lot of stuff in the business and keeping their head straight, right? So you become the cumulative of the five people you surround yourself with. If you put yourself around five panickers or worriers, you're going to be panicked out of your mind just with all the things going on in the world. But I mean, there's always a crisis going on. And I think that a lot of people right now are concerned that the real estate market is tanking. They're concerned that, you know, the, the recession is here and, Although there might be factors that are going to change in our economy, and maybe our market does have some slowdowns, that doesn't mean that you're going broke. It doesn't mean you're getting out of the business. It means that things are changing, and the people who are going to make a lot of money are about to make it in the next 18 months.
1: Yeah. I mean, even if we look back when COVID very first hit, before the market even skyrocketed, right— a lot of people, you know, us guilty, e- even our mentors, people we knew in the office. I mean, the outlook was pretty dismal. It was bleak, right? And then all of a sudden, out of nowhere, it was one of the hottest, if not the hottest, real estate market we've we've ever seen, right? And I and I think emphasizing that and and why it's so important to to block out the noise, keep your head down, keep working, keep grinding, and go out and just do what needs to be done to find success. And I think you hit the nail on the head. The people who do that now, especially when all this noise and chatter is is very high, are going to be the people who, you know, six, 12, 18 months from now are going to be in a crazy amazing spot in their business compared to somebody who's going to let all the noise get to them right now.
0: Yeah. And like, let's take a second too, to reflect like you and I have been active in our business as the last two years have gone on. Um, I would say that there was just as many times that I was frustrated and like upset with our last market because, you know, if you worked with a buyer, it was just a frustrating time to be a buyer's agent. And frankly, I'm a listing agent, so my life's probably going to get a little harder. But ultimately, I at least have the opportunity to work with buyers again in a way that is fulfilling and like you don't feel like, you know, hey, we're going to get dragged through the mud together and all that. It's going to be like, hey, we're going to walk
1: through this process and you're going to end up with an awesome house and you're going to be ecstatic, right? Yep. Absolutely. So let's jump into it. I know one of the big things we wanted to talk about was really what we personally are doing to strengthen our mindset, build our mindset, excuse me, what we're doing on a daily basis to keep our outlook high, right? And not let all of the noise get to us. And the very first thing that we thought of not not even a mental skill or, or sharpening our mental skills. The very first thing was improving our, you know, physically, right? Working on all our physical habits, which number one for us was hitting the gym more frequently, more consistent, and just making sure we are staying top of mind on our physical health. I realized that
0: last time we were on growth track was when Corbin called me out and was like, how are you doing physically? And I was like, ah. You know, I hit the gym once a week, twice a week. And he was like, hey, if you want to keep growing and you want to keep getting better, you need to hit the gym more seriously. You need to keep your body tip-top shape. And so talking about this, I ended up getting a personal trainer who doesn't live here in town, but who wants to get into investing. And so we've been trading skills and training each other. And I, for the first month in a long time, have consistently gone to the gym five times a week. And I was blown away. People were like, hey, like, did you lose weight? Did you get taller? And I'm like, no, Like, I just hit the gym consistently for a month. I don't know if that was more just internally in my head. I was holding myself up better and just feeling better. But definitely hitting the gym has helped de-stress at the end of the day.
1: And something that's gone hand in hand for both of us with that has also been eating cleaner, right? So I know both of us have been doing more meal prep being very much more conscious about the type of food we are putting into our bodies, you know, how frequently, um, you know, we're doing that. And yeah, I'll at least speak from for myself. Uh, I've been meal prepping the same thing for about three upcoming on the fourth week now, same thing for lunch, Monday through Friday, chicken, rice and vegetables. I'm still not bored of it yet, but it, I have overall felt better and that you know, hand in hand with making sure that I'm hitting the gym just as frequently that I feel great. And I think that, you know, snowballed even more uh, over a longer period of time than what we've been doing. Right. It's just going to skyrocket how we feel physically, which is going to skyrocket how we feel mentally, you know, self-image, all of that stuff. So all of that stuff has been key.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I'll say the biggest change that I've made over the last month was I cut out caffeine. So I'm on week three. No, I'm not cheating. This is a decaf iced Americano. I understand that there's a small amount of caffeine in there, but you know, going from drinking three, four caffeinated drinks a day to zero, uh, definitely helped keep my mindset much more calm. I noticed that with all the things in the news, if I was drinking a lot of coffee, like I could read an article and feel my heart rate go up. Right. Um, now, obviously I'm trying to avoid that and we'll talk about that, but, uh, I'm also not feeding into issues that are going to, you know, expedite, you know, anxiety. Right. And especially that really helped with sleeping habits. Um, you know, when you aren't sleeping well, your mind, your mindset gets lazy because you don't have the rest that you need. Right. So yeah. getting rid of caffeine helped me sleep better at night, which is funny because that's, you know, sleep better at night also for stress but more so just having the physical ability to rest
1: yeah and the last thing we have on here it's funny um back when we were doing 75 hard i'm sure we mentioned it on more than a few podcasts we have to um Doing 75 hard, we were required to do one 45-minute workout that was outdoors, right? The second one could be indoors, outdoors, whatever, but at least one had to be outdoors. And that's when you and I were coming into the, into the office here at 6.30 a.m. on the dot every single morning, right? And we would hit a 45-minute walk to start the morning. And I know both of us, during that time, after that time reflecting on it, we were like, dude, those morning walks were probably what one of the best things we could have done, not only physically and mentally but even just for our business because it gave us time to brainstorm talk about Mm -hmm. all these things and all of that positively affected you know our business and and our success i know both of us it's been really hot and miserable outside depending on the time of day but i know we've slowly been implementing you know just shorter walks just to break up time throughout the office obviously getting steps in you know getting out in the sun just taking a little break from sitting down and in the office has been really good yeah, for sure. And and like you said, it's been really hot, so that doesn't help. But, uh, you know, just getting
0: outside and spending time in the sun and like, like I'll even go outside to, to, and walk in the shade just to get indirect sunlight and just to, to get outside. I think a lot of us don't realize that like we aren't supposed to always be in an office. And, you know, if you're really like we're at our stage where we're, we're hiring and training and we're not going on as many appointments, you know, we're training other people to help us with that. You know, you're missing out on the opportunity to go
1: out in the sun and get that benefit of being physically active throughout the day, too. Yep, absolutely. Now, let's transition a little bit into our next category, which is education. Number one for us being either reading or listening to some sort of book, right? Now, we have done, shoot, I don't even know how many book review episodes we've done now. Six or seven. Six or seven. You know, talking about traction, never split the difference. We've got one coming up on Atomic Habits, right? Reading books that are not only going to help contribute to, you know, your personal skill set and, and all of these skills that you can now add to your tool belt as an investor or in real estate, but even non-specific real estate books that just help you feel better overall, right? The, the phrase you type down here on our um, outline is control your brain, control your life, right? And I think education, listening to self-help books, reading self-help books, books that are like that, the ones we talk about on this podcast have been huge for us. I was actually going to say control your brain, control your life is a, a book too, and oh, it's written
0: by a neuroscientist uh, and he goes over like the, like the physical aspects of your brain and what is happening in certain issues. So like I had read it cause I was dealing with some stuff and I was like, I wonder what's going on. I'm kind of a, a thinker in that sense. And it talked about like, these are the triggers that are causing your brain to actually implement these hormones that create this issue. So it's just another book. If you're interested in like more mindset stuff, If you're dealing with, you know, anxiety or depression or um, uh, bipolar, whatever you're dealing with, especially in this market, it can be easy to, you know, see some of the flaws. It's another good book. I'd like to also say that we implemented the uh, podcast book reviews as a form of keeping us accountable to continuing our education. At this point, we've gone through a lot of the books that we had already read, and we've been having to read new books every month and read it at a high enough level to be able to talk about it. You know, and I think that if you don't continue your education right now, you're going to become stagnant. And like if you're anything like us, if you're an entrepreneur who wants to actually grow, you need to constantly be digesting more information and you'll start filling, you know, your education with news thinking that that's education. And that's not that's that's like a lagging indicator of what's going on. You should be reading into the future and figuring out how to invest into yourself in order to you really strive, kind of in in uncertainty,
1: and at a time where, as a newer investor or it or a newer real estate entrepreneur, where right now may kind of be a slow time for you in your business, you may be freaking out a little bit, right? Stressed, anxious because they're you, you know you may be experiencing a lull or you know a, feeling a little stagnant, right? I think this education part is probably the number one most important thing you can be doing right now if you're experiencing a lull in your business. Because if you are spending this time going out, educating yourself on the on the market, new skills, all of this stuff like we were talking about, that's only going to help you in the long run. If you're taking this time when there's a lull in your business to just stack up all of this education and absorb all of this information... It's like a loaded spring, right? You're getting loaded up as a spring. You're absorbing all this information to where, boom, when it's time, that spring's going to unleash, and you're just going to, boom, skyrocket your business and set yourself up for success by putting all of this time and effort into education.
0: Yeah. I want to skip. Uh, we kind of went out of order Uh, when we were doing our notes for this, but I want to talk about YouTube and podcasts. Yep. Because they're the most similar to audiobooks. I listen to YouTube videos and and podcasts all the time while driving. I mean, I put 30,000 miles on my truck in the first year. So I've spent a lot of time in my truck just listening to education. And one of the podcasts I've really enjoyed listening to is Real Estate Disruptors. If you guys follow me on Instagram, you know I just drove up to Milpitas up in San Jose just last week. In that time, I was able to use my whole drive up. It was, what, two and a half hours. I listened to Pace Morby talking on Real Estate Disruptors uh, about um, creative financing, which is something that's interesting to me because as a flipper and a realtor, I don't very often deal with creative financing. As the market's shifting, I'm realizing that people have really good locked-in rates and they're still going to need to sell, but they're not going to have the equity all the time to sell. The people who bought in the last two years... Don't have as much equity, but have great interest rates. Well, that's the right person to talk to about seller financing or a sub two loan. So at that point, you know, I would have more education from that and from people, you know, in the podcast YouTube world than I would from a book.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And just to shout out a couple other podcasts that have really been helpful for the two of us. Obviously, Real Estate Disruptors, I think for both of us, has, has been a strong number one podcast podcast. Um, some other ones, we've got the Ed Milette show. We've got Andy Frisella's podcast, Jim Rohn, Motivation Hub, V-Y-B-O, Be Inspired, right? Just to name a few of some really great podcasts, uh, YouTube shows out there that are really going to help you one, you know, with this education and mindset stuff, right? Depending on who you're listening to, but also two, all of these things tie in, especially something like real estate disruptors or something real estate based is you're also really going to get educated on what's happening in the market. Yeah. Right. And generally when you're listening to YouTube or podcasts, it's going to be the market as a whole, right. Or wherever the specific market of whoever's hosting the podcast is, but it's a good tool and a good strategy to really just get a pulse on the market, right? We, we talk about watching daily market trends in our market specifically, right? Being able to, if you're a realtor, log into the MLS, look at the real-time data. How many listings just went live? How many just went pending? How many price reductions are we seeing, right? Logging in each and every day to see these trends, if you're a realtor and have access to the MLS to see these things, right, is just as important.
0: Yeah. Well, and then the flip side, if again, if you follow me on Instagram, you'll notice I'm previewing homes and posting videos online right now a lot because people don't realize what's going on in the market and I feel like it's my fiduciary duty to my friends and family to continue to educate on what does this price point home look like? And I'm walking through properties and it, it kind of it's a double-edged sword. I'm learning what the market looks like for me and I'm teaching other people. And I'll tell you what, I'm bringing in business from it. I've had two people reach out about working with them just from walking through homes. So if you're a realtor, that's a great way right now to find the people who are serious about buying. And in the meantime, when I'm going on listing appointments, it's been cool because I can tell somebody like, hey, uh, say it's a buyer or a seller, I can say, hey, I just actually walked through a home in this neighborhood and this is what it looked like to me. This was the price point. By the time I looked at it, I talked with the agent. It had been sitting on the market. Here were the feedback they were getting. And so it's just a way of continuing to educate myself and understand that a different market is not a bad thing. A different market could be a good thing, considering the last two years have been just so hectic.
1: Yeah, and I know we we really go out of our way. We had just posted this on our social media, too, of every single month, at, at least putting out a mailer to our sphere Updating them on what is going on in the local market. You've got the actual mailer here. We'll show it up to the camera for those of you guys who are listening. Um, This mailer goes out to our family, our friends, past clients, future clients, our whole sphere of influence to update them on what's going on in the market. It's a good tool for us because we're logging in and doing an in-depth analysis on what's going on in our market. And then to you know to back that up we've now got to verbalize it, it into an actual mailer that people can understand which i think is a very helpful practice for us right in order to relay that information yeah um if you're not an agent can't log into the mls and and see these daily trends right we th- there are of course a crap ton of other sources online and, and let me clarify reputable sources online where you can really gauge the sense of your local and even state or national market i know we use um nar's data the national association of realtors data a lot when we are putting together our mailers or, or talking about the market with other people so make sure to be staying up to date on the market look for reputable sources online if you're watching podcasts or excuse me watching youtube listening to podcasts right you know, find some reputable sources that are going to relay accurate information about what's going on in the market.
0: Yeah, well, and then a really great way to get reputable sources in your market would be other professionals. So for example, I've taken lenders out to coffee most recently because lenders affect my real estate sales business. I always am going and meeting with other investors because I like having lunch with them because they're friends of mine. But, you know, if you're really trying to educate yourself and really dictate where your headspace is, Going and sitting down with other big professionals who know what they're doing and who have maybe went through a previous market change or who you see are crushing it online, reaching out, taking them to lunch or coffee, having the opportunity to hear what they're dealing with, maybe bring value to them, you know, that's key here. And they're going to tell you more about the market than what you're going to read online from the Fresno Bee or from, you know, the LA Times or whatever. I don't even read any of the sources But, you know, it's a great way where you're going to connect, you're going to learn a lot. And then hopefully when you walk out of that meeting, you're going to understand like, oh, life goes on. Things are good. And these are the things that my business could be doing better right now to help produce more money.
1: Yeah, absolutely. I know you mentioned we've been really ramping that up. Recently, and I think right now we talked about it at the very beginning of this podcast is you know, surrounding yourself with the right people, and you are a culmination of the five people you spend the most time with, or um, you know, you're absorbing uh, the most amount of information from. I think meeting with those people in your market, lenders, other investors, even builders, contractors to know really what's going on. If you're a flipper, What's going on with pricing? What's going on, on on the front end, on the front lines with all of the stuff that's going on with your rehabs, right? Escrow and title officers to see what's going on on the escrow side. Surrounding yourself with those people in order to just, one, sharpen yourself, right? But then also start to surround yourself with the right amount of people. I think meeting with other high-end professionals is, is a great way to you know build your network, Build your education, build your mindset, um, especially right now, not just in this market, but really, uh, you should be doing that no Every matter time. what kind of market we're in. Absolutely. Yeah.
0: This is. I'm going to bring this one up just because this is really key to me. Cut out the mainstream media.
1: If you're like
0: me, you probably really struggle with not reading the news. And I'll tell you what, right now, the news is just full of crap. And if you don't cut that out, you're going to be miserable. And for me, that required deleting apps off of my phone, and that required me unfollowing certain accounts that I followed for years and years and years. And I'll tell you what. If you looked at my PL right now, my business is not in a recession, but everything online will tell you we are in a recession. So if you try to do all this stuff, but then continue to feed your mind at eight in the morning, or you know right before you go to bed that, hey, you know, foreclosures are up or this is up or interest rates are up, you're going to feel terrible. And no matter what you actually are experiencing personally, your mindset will be completely changed if if you just cut out the mainstream media.
1: Yeah, 100%. And another one that I'll mention quickly that is important to the both of us is, you know, prayer if you're religious, right? And, and if you're listening, you may or may not be religious, right? But a, a lot of if you guys listen to a lot of the content that is out about mindset, it, you know, uh, it, there is some variation that people will talk about, right? Whether it's some sort of higher Meditation. power, if you're not, yeah, yeah if, if you're not religious, you know, God, if you are religious, right? The or put The universe, right? You're, you're putting it or speaking it out into the universe, right? Whatever iteration that that you believe, Right for us, it's going to be religion. It's going to be prayer. I want to shout out uh, an agent in our office, Greg Kosarov. He had a really, really awesome and impactful meeting that he led with our KW agents a couple of weeks ago, and he was talking about you know the importance of you know asking God for your for your goals to be fulfilled, right, and, and not to be afraid to pray for your mindset, pray for your success, and pray for your business, right. And I think, and I'll speak for myself, doing this on a daily basis, uh, even multiple times a day, right, is has been and and continue to will and continue and will continue to be, excuse me, you know, a, <clears throat> a really integral part to my mindset and being able to even more so block out all the noise that's coming in from everywhere else.
0: Yeah, and I would I would like to also point out like. Prayer also doesn't mean that we're sitting here and we're like praying out loud a a memorized prayer. A lot of the times it's something in passing, right? Like, hey, you know, help guide me through this conversation, guide me through this decision, reflecting, listening. I don't know how you pray. Everybody prays different. But to me, you know, it's been a lot of those walks that I'm going on where I go by myself. It's just it's a moment to step outside of the world of business and remind myself like, oh my gosh, I'm not in full control here. So regardless of what happens today, it's not always just my decision and there's always going to be a plan. And so for me, that's been, like you said, absolutely integral for us to be able to continue living life, like understanding our, our existence is still that of somebody of faith. Yeah, 100%. After that, let's talk about kind of what we've been doing financially. Because I think this is something that could be more of like, this could be something you could implement right away just listening to this podcast. Um, We review our numbers on a weekly and a monthly basis. So every week our team is staring down our activities. Exactly how many phone calls did we make on our CRM? Exactly um, how many appointments did we go on? uh, What deals closed? How much did the deals profit? uh, What are our upcoming expenses? And expecting, okay, well, this week this is how we did. And then on a monthly basis, you and I review, how are we tracking with our goals that we set in January before any of this was predicted? And how has our market
1: changed? And how are we doing and what changes need to be done to hit our goals? Yeah. And I'll even speak for myself on this financial aspect, reviewing the numbers. I take 10 to 15 minutes every single day to review not only my personal finances, but also my business finances. That way, I know 100% each and every single day by just taking a quick 10, 15 minutes to get a pulse on my business and, and my personal finances. Right. I can gauge what's going on, where things are trending, uh, gives me a sense of confidence and, you know, decreases my stress and anxiety and worry because you know, I'm right there taking a quick fif- 10, 15 minutes a day just to get that, you know, small pulse on my financials. And I can say from my standpoint, that helps tremendously. Yeah. Not saying you need to go out and, and now look at your bank accounts every single day. Um, but I think bare minimum, a, a weekly basis will be extremely helpful and a absolute absolute bare minimum a monthly basis. Yeah. Well, and going
0: back to cutting out all the emotion coming from bigger picture issues, If you know what your personal financial situation is, how it's trending and what it's looking like and what your pipeline looks like, you can make decisions off of – you can make decisions off of fact, not off emotion. Yes. And, like, for both of us, you and I both had to make big calls recently, um, whether it's changing – a certain aspect of our business, or increasing parts of our business, or um, cutting back in a certain area, or adding to a certain area. Like we've had to make decisions that aren't always easy, and I bet neither of us would have initially just made that decision if we hadn't been tracking financially the impact and how our business was
1: trending. Dude, that statement I think is so important. Making decisions on decisions on reality and not emotions, not just financial decisions. Personal decisions, you know, marketing decisions, business decisions, right? Too often, and I we're guilty of it. I know me especially, right? With with some issues that we experienced with our rentals, right? I, I it, it can be very easy to want to make decisions based on your emotions, and having somebody to ground you, or having you know building up your mindset and building up your you know emotional intelligence to make sure you are making decisions on reality, on actual data, on actual numbers, things you are actually seeing in your business or in your personal life. You need to be doing that over making decisions on emotions. Anytime you're making a decision on emotions, 99% of the time, it, it's not going to be good for anybody involved.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Very, very true. And and here's another example. Like when we're reviewing it too, we're able to go talk to the people that we trust and the people that have done more than us. Like, I'm four years in the business, you're three years in the business. It's not like we're brand new, but we're also very, very new compared to a lot of people. So we go and ask questions with like our CPA. Or like I was talking with my CPA about should I be changing my accounting software? Should I be doing this, that, or the other? Uh, what tax strategy should I be doing? Knowing that this year is changing up. Talking to financial mentors. I went to a financial advisor. Uh, buddy of ours, Arian, who's been on the podcast multiple times, and I said, "Arian, I'm I'm looking at my business, and things are going great. What am I supposed to do? what am, What is going on that I should be doing different?" And we concluded, like, "Okay, I need a full time executive assistant, and I need them to help me get certain aspects done. And I'm performing at a high enough profit margin that the business is not going to struggle from that, and it's going to increase the product of the or the volume that I can do." So, you know, and going to mentors and mentors like in growth track or, uh, here in the office or other investors, this is another key. Like if you know your data, you can go ask a specific question and say, Hey, this is the, this is where I'm at. This is where I'm trying to go. I have an idea of this roadmap. Is this how you did it? Or
1: did you try this and did it go wrong? You yeah. Know? Yeah. And you, you wrote down here too uh, another, another thing that I think is really important. If it's not being watched, it isn't being managed right? So if you're not continuously watching your financials or getting a pulse on what is happening in your business, and, and not just talking about business or, or financials, if you're not watching yourself or keep being in tune with your emotions, how you're feeling, checking in on yourself, right? If you're not watching all of these things, they're not going to be managed and they're going to be in a worse spot than if you are right? So being able to make sure you're getting all of these, um, you know, just just check-ins on your business, gauging a pulse on financials, all your marketing things, what's working, what's not, so that that way you're able to shift and make a change into something that's going to be more beneficial, right? And then, like I mentioned, you know, checking in with yourself, right? Uh, One of the podcasts we shouted out was the Ed Milette podcast, and I don't remember. It's one of the most recent episodes, but he really talked about the importance of checking in with yourself, right? It, it can be very easy to get caught up in your business, your work, you know, your relationships with other people, checking in on everybody else, right? So, So very often we check in with everybody else, but don't check in with ourselves. And I think that's going to be, even right now, where we are seeing and hearing all of this noise. Checking in with yourself is probably one of the most important things you can be doing. Yeah.
0: And and to tag along on that, you know, understanding how how you're feeling and documenting it. I think uh, you and I had talked like, like, uh, I don't remember who had said it, but I think it was Jim Rohn. Um, But he said, like, don't trust your memory, you know, write everything down, have a journal of everything about how you're feeling, because your memories will always fade And what you think you might have had a great time, you might not have. And then you're comparing today to a time that you thought was amazing. And that's just nostalgia. So journaling and writing down how you're feeling will help you track, okay, how am I feeling? Verbalizing how I'm feeling. That will help you explain to people how you're feeling better. Um, And especially just, like I said, just keeping track of what your thought process was. It will be great for you so that you can go back and look and, and learn from your history, right? in this time, this is how I felt, and this is how I changed, and this is what I did to find that change.
1: Yeah. And some other daily habits that go go along with that. I mean, I know you mentioned journaling a great way to write down and and just express in writing on paper how you are feeling, right? Um, But also doing like at, at the beginning of the day in your business, you know, like a task list, Just, you know, making sure everything's on paper. Hey, I've got to get X, Y, and Z done today in in this particular order. This is a priority. This isn't, you know, top priority, right? Just making yourself feel organized before you start your day. I know both of us implement task lists every single day, and that's huge for us just feeling like we have control on our day, right? We are controlling our day. And not letting our day control us, Mm -hmm. right? And when your day starts to control you, that's when stress, anxiety, all of this stuff starts to go haywire, right? And I know we've that that's happened to both of us. It and it just happened yesterday for me. Yeah. So not every day is going to be perfect, right? There are going to be fires that come up that you're going to have to learn how to put out, right? But being able to use some of these things to make sure you have a control on on your day is going to be big right yeah we talked about affirmations obviously huge part to uh goal setting to mindset all all of this stuff And, and writing down your goals like you mentioned you know every week every month we are checking in with each other to see hey where are we at on our goals um You know, what, what could we be doing different? What are we doing? Right. Just making sure we are staying on track with all of these things and all of these daily, weekly, monthly habits that are helping contribute to our mindset strengthening.
0: Yeah. Well, I mean, that kind of wraps up a lot of what we were thinking
1: about talking about
0: mindset right now is going to be key. If you are thinking that your business is going to crash, it's going to crash. And if you're thinking my business is going to blossom, you're going to find a way for it to blossom. Um, There's an interesting analogy I heard. Again, Jim Rohn. I've been listening to him a lot. That's why I keep referencing him. Um, But I was literally working out. I was on the treadmill the other day listening to this story. And he was like, you know, um, a lot of people struggle with anxiety in the sense that their family's about to go on vacation. And instead of being excited about the vacation they're about to go on, everybody is concerned that they have to drive to the vacation. And in order to drive there, there's a chance that the car crashes and kills everybody in the family. And yeah, you want to make sure you check the car and make sure everything looks good and you know you want to drive safely. But if you spend your whole time worrying that you're going to freaking die, you're not even going to enjoy the vacation, right? And I think a lot of people got to understand, like, especially in business or in life, like there's no destination. It's just the whole time that you're going, right? It's the experience throughout time. So instead of focusing on, oh my God, I'm in a recession. I'm going to die. Start thinking, hey, we're dealing with challenges that are new and exciting and Yeah, there's going to be some financial changes, and I should plan for that. But there's also plenty of opportunity still in the world. And just because maybe the listing might be a little different, or the buyer might be a little different, or your flip might not make you as much, it doesn't mean that business has stopped. And yes, be careful, but don't waste your whole day freaking worrying that you're going to die, right? Um I would say that I definitely have imposter syndrome talking about this subject because I don't do everything that we just talked about on a daily basis. Mm -hmm. But ultimately I think if you even implement half of this stuff, you're going to find that your attitude is going to change for the better. And I found that the more things that I do on this list, the more I'm motivated to do the other stuff. And I find that it's easier once I've gone to the gym, it's easier to eat clean. And if I eat clean, it's easier to go to the gym. And if I wake up earlier, it's easier to go to the gym. But if I go to the gym, it's easier to fall asleep earlier so I can wake up earlier. So I think a lot of this stuff goes hand in hand. And I think the hardest part is probably getting started um, and getting past that initial phase. But hopefully, people who are dealing with mindset stuff right now are going to start implementing this. And hopefully, this all translates in their personal life and their business life.
1: Yeah, I think those are all really great points for us to wrap up on. Obviously, you guys, anybody out there listening, if... You guys are struggling with any of this stuff. We are no expert, right? Like Scott mentioned, we, you know, we we don't even do a, a hundred percent of all of these things a hundred percent of the time, right? But we've seen a dramatic shift and a dramatic difference with implementing the majority of the stuff we have, right? So if you guys, you know, need somebody to talk to, you want to talk through any of the issues emotions that that you're feeling about the market about your business please reach out to us we'd be more than happy to talk um just some house cleaning stuff as we're wrapping up here we've got some really great guests coming up uh we've got Jared Martin coming back to the podcast yes, here sir. soon And he is going to be a fantastic episode to get a gauge on what's going on in our market. So that's going to be an episode you don't want to miss.
0: We're going to bring the reputable people to you. Boom. Um, Jared was previously the California Association of Realtors president. And his experience and network has given us an opportunity and a window into what bigger economic uh, choices or bigger economic predictions are looking like. And his connection both locally and Uh, throughout the country has been interesting to hear and it always comes with data it's never an opinion it's always a data-based analysis so that will be awesome to have him on we're also hoping to get a couple other people to come on and talk about some really interesting deals that they just did Um, since the market is shifting it's interesting to have people talk about how they're experiencing it and then we also are wrapping up on the condo deal today. Boom. And uh, pretty soon here, we're going to be able to break out the uh, the numbers and talk exactly how it broke out and you know what went right, what went wrong. There, were definitely, <laughs> uh, there was a speed bumper too. Yep. But ultimately, I think the buyer is super, super happy. I know I'm happy. I think you're happy. The lender's happy. So can't complain. Win, win, win.
1: Yeah some great episodes coming up. Well, thank you everybody for tuning in to the Pursuit of Property podcast today. Whether you're out there listening, watching, we don't say this enough, but I just want to emphasize it. We really appreciate all of you guys who are listening and watching, whether it's on a consistent basis, this is your first time tuning in. We really, really appreciate your support. So we hope you guys continue to listen. We will continue to bring great content, great guests on the show for you guys. So... Have a great rest of your day. We will see you next week on the Pursuit of Property Podcast.